Last year, on Anzac Day at 6am, trumpeters from all over Australia stood in their driveways, or in our case in front of our church, and played the last post. And neighbours stood on the street and held candles that flickered like hope in the dark, and the early rising birds began their carol. Last year, we were in the early stages of what was to become the great rolling eight months or so of lockdown. Last year, we really had no idea of what we were getting ourselves into or how long it was going to last. Last year, we looked, the whole world looked for shepherds. Shepherd leaders who could keep the wolf of the virus at bay. I am your true shepherd. This image of God in the Hebrew scriptures and Jesus in the four gospels as the good shepherd is one of our most beloved metaphors. It is also one of our most political ones. One of the most political ways to understand who God was for the psalmist and who Jesus is for his followers. Because By claiming the Lord as shepherd or as leader, rather than bowing down before the pharaohs of the ancient Egyptians who had enslaved the Hebrew people, or rather than claiming the Roman Empire who colonised the Hebrew people of Jesus' day, the writer of the psalm is claiming, and we are proclaiming when we sing or recite it, that none of these earthly powers are our leader. Nope. Our leader, our shepherd, is the spirit of the living God in her many forms. We all long for a shepherd, someone to protect us and defend us, especially when we walk in the valley of the shadow. And so we create earthly kingdoms of power in the hope that these will do the practical and moral work of keeping us all, especially the most vulnerable lambs amongst us, safe. But of course it doesn't always work out that way. Sometimes those we elect decide for the common good on our behalf or those we give the responsibility to to defend us from harm, they, well, they let us down. And so we have the policeman who murdered George Floyd who has now been sentenced to prison symbolising all that is wrong with those who have the power to protect turning that gift into the power to destroy. This year, this Anzac Day, Our troops and our government preparing for the withdrawal of our armed forces from Afghanistan. Australia's epic military engagement. We have been there since 2001. US President Joe Biden has declared that it was time to end what had become America's longest war, as he announced that nearly 10,000 US and NATO troops would return home in the run-up to the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Back in Australia, Scott Morrison was asked whether, on reflection, it had been worth it for Australia to have stayed in Afghanistan for so long. And he gave the following response. Freedom is always worth it. Australians have always believed that. Okay. But according to Heston Russell, a retired Special Forces major who was deployed to Afghanistan four times, the reality is that Afghanistan is no freer today than it was when we first got there. And he argues that the engagement was a failure. The costs of this war for the people of Afghanistan have been almost unbearably high. 
A monitoring project by the London-based group Action on Armed Violence has tallied over 49,000 deaths and injuries from explosive violence alone. In Afghanistan between the beginning of the war in 2011 and the end at 2020, with about 58% of these being civilians. The cost for Australia has also been high, not just for those soldiers who lost their lives and their families who grieve for them, and not just because our sense of national pride in our Anzac soldier myth has been shattered as we wait to see what will happen to the Australian Special Forces who were allegedly involved in the murder of 39 Afghan civilians, but also because we are continuing to lose soldiers. We are continuing to lose soldiers who have been active in active service to suicide. Heston Russell, who founded Voice of a Veteran last year to target the mental health crisis in our veteran community, has been focusing his efforts on campaigning for a royal commission into suicide among former ADF personnel. In his tireless campaigning, Russell has stepped into a role of shepherd for a grieving and angry ADF community. And because he and others, like Julie Ann Finney, who lost her veteran son Dave Stafford Finney to a PTSD-related suicide, and whose Change.org petition calling for an inquiry attracted more than 400,000 signatures. Because they both and many others had the grit to be the shepherds against a government who just wanted to turn away. Just this week, Scott Morrison has bowed to mounting political pressure by launching a royal commission into suicide among Australian Defence Force members and veterans. Julianne said she was... Thankful. I'm thankful to all the veterans who have stood brave and tall in the face of so much opposition over the years and who kept fighting for this Royal Commission. And then she said, Today I'm still just Dave's mum. And I'm so proud of him. My fight over these last two painful years has all been to honour my son and to ensure that in the future no other mum feels this pain. Anzac Day was a moment in our history which can be interpreted and told and retold through many different lenses. The war in Afghanistan is the same. There are many different ways to tell the story of why we were there and what, if anything, we achieved. What cannot be denied is that throughout history there have been tyrants and dictators and bully boys ready to rip the child from the breast and to plunder for power and pride. Christians have a complex relationship with violence and with war and with what is just and with what is not. But what we do know is that we will always need shepherds People who are prepared to stand up and defend and shield and protect. And we do know too that these shepherd folk may come in many forms. The mother, the wounded soldier, the retired major, the teacher, the activist, the healer, the social worker, the lawyer, the politician, the childcare worker, the aged care assistant, the artist, the gardener. All of them giving what they have to protect the flock and all of them, we could say, inspired and encouraged in their work by the great true shepherd 
the spirit of the living God, the God of many names, who is calling us, always calling us. (laughs) 